Show. Tell your again. parents said hi. Yeah, All right. What's we'll up? Have a good night. Oh, you still owe me a friggin' pizza. You promised me. All right. What's up? You got anybody else? Old yeah. house? Hey, and everybody, sorry if I can't get to your super chat because it does disappear after a certain amount of time. Well, that means you ain't quick lot. enough, you know? You need to get on your J-O-B. No, it's because somebody talks a lot. Well, then cut me off. I don't care. I can't because you're actually you saying go like this. you're you helping can, somebody. Whenever you get a super chat you want to read, for now on, go like this. Okay? Let me Fine. see you do it. There you go. Not so hard. You break the table. You put freaking marks in my leather here. You had no appreciation for nice shit. Just came with the house. <laughs> Shit was bought by a big shot ball player, man. God, kids don't appreciate nothing. Oh my god! All right, I what mean, else those, you got? I, all right, IGH Properties. Thank you for the nine ninety nine nine ninety nine ninety nine. You can't tell me a lot of nines, Sorry. boy. Rafael, you gonna give me some of that money? Pay you, Rafael? You need to start renting some damn hotel rooms. That money, Ben. I already booked my room at the Four Seasons. You meant to say Sheridan, I'm pretty sure. Four points, Sheridan. I know. But Better. If you went to the Four Seasons, there ain't even the Four Seasons around here. Yeah, there is. No, there ain't. The four there Seasons. Ain't. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the Orlando, street. maybe. I'm thinking of the... All right, I look forward to seeing everybody that's showing up. And listen, let me tell you something. I want to personally thank every single person showing up, okay, because you're helping me, you're renting rooms, we're keeping the hotel alive. All right? It ain't going to make a fortune. It'll be good to make some income for the hotel, you know, to help pay the staff and everybody. I'm not making no money on this thing, but I really appreciate it because uh, these are the people I know that really give a damn about me. And the rest of you, 199,950, forget ya. All right, what else you got? No, but seriously, I'm going to do uh, more in the future hey, if it works then, out. Yeah, this is just a test. This is a test. A test of the local broadcasting so system. If it goes Beep. well, if it goes well, then you'll do more. Hopefully. Come on. You got anything else? Anything else you finally signed in or Nick, wrote in or what? Ms. Yuck. Thank you for the twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four ninety nine. Towards the new bike. New bike for fall. You're oh, getting a new bike. It. Appreciate it. What kind of bike was it? It's a Yamaha FZ1. It was a 1,000cc. So it was Ooh, 1,000cc. It was a nice bike. Frank, Sounds he, like a rice rocket. Is that a rice rocket? Am I allowed to say that now? Oh, I forgot. You can't say rice rocket or what? Crotch rocket. Crotch rocket. Sorry. It's more like a cruiser, but it was fast. Frank? Pizzo, thanks for the $10. Keep your head up, Ben. Could be worse. You could be in New York. You're absolutely right. I could be in New York. I can't believe people are sending me the room rates in Times Square. The same room that I'll pay $250, $300 for in Times Square are now $45. They're dying in New York. Everywhere is screwed right now. This shit's got to get over, over, over. All right, we're again trying to get a caller. This guy also has apparently lawyers involved in his deal. So. Hey, Ben. Hey, how are you? How are you? What's going on? What do you got for us? Uh, I got a couple things, but uh, 
You don't seem happy. Maybe you should take start taking some uh, some pills or something. Pills? Like what? Uppers? I don't know. It's to help your depression. It's not healthy for hey, you. Hey, what do you get? Life is a fuck. Listen, right now, I'm losing millions. Okay? If I wasn't depressed, I wouldn't be normal, I think. You know, it's it's normal. You get <laughs> depressed. What are you going to do? I can't be happy every day. I'm hearing about all the money that we ain't got and we need to come up with. Uh, so what am I going to do? I'm going to be depressed. I mean, it's life, you know, but I mean, I ain't taking no goddamn pills and then I'll be acting like Rafal in La La Land. So, uh, what's I up? What do you got for me? Up like Brooklyn Mike. Brooklyn Mike, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Brooklyn Mike's got worse <laughs> troubles than pills, I think. I don't know. He's just born nuts. <laughs> I don't think a pill could cure him, and I don't think a pill can help him, and I don't even think a pill got him that way. I think he's like a creature from another planet, but he's driving me nuts, and I'm going to kill him. So all he cares I about what the hell he's going to fucking eat all the time. Guy's bugging his shit. I listen to Aaron. He has good stock, uh, stock advice. I, I would take his advice. Take Aaron's advice. The only advice I should have took from Aaron was I should have bought fucking Zoom at 98. You would have made $4 million. Well, if, if I put a million into it, yeah. Which he then he would have been the fucking hero in the family. But now he's not. Because I didn't take his advice. Anyway, but I appreciate it. You got any real, you got any real estate yeah. for us or what? What do you got? Were you in New York? No, I was going to... I was going to book the, the, the event, but then I realized it's... On Rosh Hashanah. And, oh, uh, on Rosh Hashanah. It's the work day out. after. Well, I'm sorry. God gave me special permission. But uh, uh he didn't give me though. What happened? Happy New Year. You're not on the. You're not on the. You're not on the top list. Sorry, you're not on the God's list of uh, giving breaks. But uh, anyway, well, you you coming from New York? I get my sponsor. All right. Well, I, next. Don't worry. We're gonna have. We're gonna have some more. If the, if the thing works out, we're gonna do it on small groups, uh, more frequently. So yeah, like seventy you know, people. No, less than that even. Aaron, Five. Aaron, what kind of uh, uh stuff does uh Ben do at home that makes him Jewish? Stuff. On the holidays. What do you do? What do I do? What do I do on the holidays? What do I do? Uh, eat potato pancakes. Does that make me pancakes. religious? Because I, he's basing it a on thousand. food. He's just basing it on what I eat. He ain't, we ain't in here, you know, wrapping him up with his arms and the straps and Gold and, you know, but, um, he does, like he does speak. Ben likes potato kogel. He speaks I know a little that. bit of Kogel, kogel potato pancakes, matzo ball soup. You know, we, we, we're, we're Jewish eaters. We eat the food on the holidays or every day, all you the like, time. I'm just Jewish like when it comes to eating. I hate gefilte fish. That, that, uh, once in a while, <laughs> once in a while, that stuff's pretty rough. <laughs> all right, well, you take care. Well, you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, you're from I know. Brooklyn. Come on. But I'm from everywhere, everywhere. I eat it all. All right, good luck to you. Shah, Shabbat Shalom, Rosh Hashanah, everything to you. I enjoy the challenge. All right. Baruch Atah. I don't know anymore. Peace. <laughs> what else you got, Rafal? DJ Nick. Thanks for the four ninety nine. 
Four ninety nine. You've inspired me to get into real estate. Thanks for all the info you've given me and all the videos you put out. Hope to meet you one day. Oh, I'm glad. I'm really glad. Listen, everybody needs to own something. All right, you're on this earth for X amount of years. You should try to at least have a goal in life to own something. To own. I don't care if it's your house. I don't care if it's multifamily. A store, whatever it is that you know is going to make you some money or give you some sort of equity. Everybody deserves to own some real estate in their whole life portfolio. You know, something. And if you like it, then keep doing it. Make more. Make more money. I never went to high school. I never went, I never walked in high school one day. Anybody could do it. I already knew how to get high. I didn't know how to go to school for that. What do you got? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, no. Sounds like a Ben, what's case. going on? Don't we have a do not block his number on the freaking telephone ben, or what? Ben, listen, the show's sold out. I got yeah, people calling yeah, left and right. Out. I need to scalp some no, tickets. No I need tickets. To scalp them. Close the vent. Only normal people can come in. You're not invited I, unless you go in the dunk tank. It's sold You're out. You're going I in the dunk tank. tickets to scalp. Only the dunk tank, okay? That's it. It's the only thing you're getting in. And when we get finished dunking your ass, you're going to be drowned. They're going to be taking you away in like a goldfish. That's it. Bag. Big event, though. Everybody's calling me for tickets. No tickets. No tickets. This is a test. A test. This is only a test. Can't do too many people. Right. Cutting it down. Where did you eat dinner tonight, big shot? You spent, how much uh, you spend tonight? What? Sushi. Sushi. You always sushi. eat sushi. You know, your girlfriend makes you eat sushi like five times a week. Change your name to Mike Sushi. Anyway, it. Well, yeah, good. go find a goddamn dunk tank. Don't call me until you get the right. dunk tank. I'm not kidding. I'm not I'm not taking your calls no more. I want to see uh, you in that yeah. dunk tank. And then, I'm hiring, and then I'm getting one of your own buddies from the Rays, a pitcher. I'm going to get a friggin' pitcher that's going to get you dunked 3,000 times. All right, good there you luck. Go. Peace. All right. What else we got? Jake Wyatt, thanks for the 499. What is up with the 499? Where does this 99 come from? Why can't they do round numbers? I don't know. So you lost your motorcycle. Did you ever ride it? I never even seen you ride it. Ride it. I didn't ride it here because I have equipment, but I ride it to the gym. For the videos. Oh, yeah, here, but you ride it to the gym. Yeah. Big tough guy. Yeah, I take my bike to the gym. Yeah. Clubs and stuff. Clubs and little clubs. Why the hell would you take a bike? Oh, because you think you're going to pick up a girl on it and take her home and ride off in the bike like French did in the movie? Go to Clearwater Beach. Yeah, oh yeah, go go cool down to Clearwater Beach. Free parking. Free parking for motorcycles. Yes. What a cheap Polak you are. Some place is 25 bucks for parking. I don't know. I don't know what kind of girls. I don't know what kind of girls you're picking up to get on the back of a bike. But, uh, do, uh, the women that charge you get on the bike, too? <laughs> no. You want me to get on no, the that bike? It's $20 extra. All right, what else you got? <laughs> Boswell, thanks for the four ninety nine. You wear a helmet? No helmet, Laura, Florida. Thanks, no. Ben, for the quality you know, contact. Huh? 
What? Thanks, Ben, for the quality content that I watch daily. Thank you very much for watching. We appreciate it. What else? We got nothing else to do but miserable real... I'll tell you right now, if you own real estate, you better get your shit together. You better be on top of it like you've never been on top of it before in your life. Because uh, it's looking really weird. We're not over. We're not out of the woods. Okay? The money ain't flowing. The planes ain't flying. The players ain't playing. All right? What else? Nothing from you? Nothing from yeah, you? I go now. David G, thanks for the $5. I'm David 40. David G, cheap I'm, coat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm 47, worth about five mil. You worth $5 million? You only sent me $5? That's not even like... No, I'm just kidding. You worth five million bucks. What are you gonna do with, with it? A, with Tell me, I don't know what to do with, with my 800, money. With eight hundred thousand cash and no debt, what would you buy to generate about ten grand per month income to live off the next many years? All right, seriously, if you got eight hundred cash, you know, you know, and you don't want to have a lot of responsibility, and you want to use it as income, and you want it to be safe, then you better look for triple net deals where there's no management, there's no nothing. You know, you may have to go out of your area, which it doesn't matter because you're not managing it. I got three triple net deals that are 500 miles away. I, I don't worry about it. It's not my problem. All they got to do is pay me the rent. And then I got to set up where they pay the rent to an account. The bank takes the mortgage out of that same account. And then whatever's left is clearly mine. I don't pay any bills, not taxes, not insurance, not nothing. So... Look for a seven cap, let's see, $800,000. If you spread that out and use 20 to 25% down, you could probably do up to four deals. You need to go out and look for like four $1 million deals or two $2 million deals. If you find a $1 million deal and you put $200,000 down on it and you finance the other $800,000 on the million, then the eight hundred thousand is going to cost you roughly about twenty grand a month, uh, two two grand a month. So if you got you know uh, two grand a month to pay the bank, and if you get yourself a seven cap, that's seventy grand a year on that million dollar property. Out of the seventy, you give the bank their twenty five or whatever it is, and you're left with forty five. On a two hundred thousand dollar investment, so you could probably get that ten grand a month with only four hundred that grand out of eight hundred. All right, we you gotta go. Quality. All right, already. I'm telling the guy what to do with his goddamn eight hundred grand, so you can get ten thousand dollars a month. You know, you need to find deals and then finance them. The thing about triple net is the beauty of it is you finance it. You're borrowing money at three or four percent. But you're collecting six or seven. So that spread is yours, which increases your return on your investment. Okay? If you just pay cash a million dollars, you're only going to get 70 grand a year. Right? But you have to put up a million dollars for it. If you only put 200,000 up and you get 45, you're not in better shape because you can do more deals. All right, next. And go with stuff that's necessity. Walgreens, grocery stores, auto parts stores, you know, things like that. All right, good luck. Take care. What's up? We got a caller. We got a caller. We got a caller. 
Good evening, Ben. This is Leo calling from your favorite place on Earth, New York City. New York City! <laughs> is there, was, was there a commercial where the guys go, where's this sauce from? New York City! Alright, so what's New up? York. What part of New York City? Oh, Queens. Queens. Queens oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. So, what can we do for right you? Bye bye. You're in Astoria? No, by Regal Park. Regal you Park. Know, like left Rack City? Left Rack City. People don't know, but Left Rack is like two big builders. And you have all these apartments built by a guy named Left Rack. Trump built a shitload of apartments. And then there's some other big shots. But anyway, so what can we do for you? Happens to be that um, a family member of mine has three multifamily homes that they haven't paid the mortgage in about, let's say, eight years. So now she's, you know, she's a little bit of an older age. She's about, I don't know, 65 getting towards like 70, so like more like 68, and she's thinking, well, you know, I haven't paid the, 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 my, my houses in a couple of years, but uh, I wanted to leave something for the family. Um, she wants to know if she can, how she gets back on track in terms of uh, paying off the mortgage. But now imagine eight years. What is your experience in that, Ben? Did you say eight years? She couldn't have gone out paid a mortgage in eight years. No bank's going to go for that. Eight years has been? Eight no years lie. hasn't been a friggin' mortgage on three different properties? On three different properties. <laughs> and is it all the same bank? Uh, two are the same bank. And what are the banks doing? Nothing? They haven't told her nothing? They haven't foreclosed on her? Nothing? Mm, I think they're going through a foreclosure, something like that now. But she got a, she got something recently in the mail saying that um, if you get, if, if we do a payment, mortgage payment by the first of next month, then we could get back on on the on the payments or get up back up to date on everything. Listen, it sounds like, you know, you or somebody needs to step in right away. Right away. And get a hold of that settlement agreement letter. You need to cut a deal if they haven't foreclosed on it or or started the process or whatever, now's the best time in the world to go in and make a deal and patch things back up with the bank, okay? All right, now's the and, time. All right. Uh, the um, what was I going to say? That that well, the three one of the properties might be going. Let's say what happens if it, if it goes through a foreclosure. What should I do from there? You know, then you got to try to fight the foreclosure, and she ain't gonna have much of a leg to stand on because all this happened before the COVID. Listen. Right. Whatever the case, the point is this: you're gonna get a lot further Jackson. trying to play with the bank than fight with the bank. All right, now's the time. Now's the perfect time to go in there and make a deal. There could be some kind of assistance available for her. The bank might be able to give her a sweetheart deal and refinance it if there's equity in the house. 
Uh, they might require you to put some money up. Whatever. You got to go in and make a deal. It's not, nothing's going to, nothing good's going to happen. Let them sit there if you want. I don't care. Let them sit there if you want. Anyway, the <laughs> point is we got a two-year-old here. Uh, the point is you got to get in there and make a deal. And, you know, when you have a problem, you have to fix it. All right? That's, that's, that's all there is to it. You need to get a hold of both of those banks and saying, okay, you know, my aunt's elderly. I'm here to try to work with you. You know, bring her with you or get her permission. Whatever it is, get in there and find out what's the best deal the bank is willing to make her right now. All right? Now, do it. Don't waste oh, no time. It's a perfect Those time. Those three properties are worth for a, about $3 million. Holy shit. Uh, How much does she owe? <laughs> How much does she owe? She owes about almost close to whatever the value is, but she took money out of the house. So is there any equity in it? How much does she owe? Does she owe $3 million? Mm, maybe like two and a half. Well, what you doing with all the damn money? Where'd all the money go? Um, I don't know. You don't know. I wish you told me. You don't know what two million bucks want. <laughs> anyway, listen. You know, is your is your aunt? It's my grandmother. Your grandmother. All right, you gotta step in and take control. This it is what it is. Listen, you know, you, you go to the bank and say, listen, I, I want to hear help my grandmother. You know, she went through rough times, whatever, I don't know. But you don't even have to explain. Just say, what's the best deal you guys can make us? Let's cut to the bullshit. What's the best deal? How old is your grandmother? 68. All right. Tell them, listen, my grandmother's almost 70 years old. Yeah, I'm here to help you guys and help her. Is What, what can we do? What's the best deal you can put on the table to clean up this situation? All right? That's where you go. Excuse me. That's where you got to start. All right. The, the issue, too, is nobody's paying the rent, too. Well, who's living there? The whole family? Who's living in the house? Oh, uh, whole families. Yeah, like three. Well, well, the one is like a three family. No, more, all three are three family ones. Listen, right now, there's plenty of assistance available for anybody to go get help with their rent. So all three of those houses, whoever they are, should be going and getting some help and pay her some rent money for living there. She needs to go cut a deal with the bank and get it because otherwise you're going to lose that half a million dollars worth of equity. All right? Right, right. You got to mm -hmm. go cut a deal with the bank and everybody that's living in the damn house has to start paying rent. All right? You got to clean up the mess. It's a mess. And you got to step in and clean it up. It's worth 500 grand for you to go in there and clean up grandma's mess. Could be worse. It's a big mess. <laughs> it could be worse. You could be in diapers. Then you really be clean up your messes. All right, get in there and yeah. clean the mess up. All right, you can do it. You're a smart guy. Get in there, get on the phone with the banks, make a deal. Tell everybody living in the house. Are you living in one of those houses? Tell the truth. Don't lie. No, no, no. Okay, no. listen. Tell everybody in the house is listen. You got to pay rent. All right, if you don't pay rent, then you got to go and I got to find somebody to pay rent. You're going to lose the freaking houses. Grandma's going to lose the houses if you don't pay rent. She's got to pay the bank. The bank's going to take the house, and then she's going to, uh, God forbid, she passes away, and we get nothing. 
So anyway, clean up the mess, all right? Get in there and do it. You can do it. All right? Thank you, thank you. All right, thank good luck you. to you. you Take care. It. Thanks. But also, also, Ben, let me tell you something. Where's your I never see your wife, Carla. Where's I Carla? Don't know. I don't know. She's busy. She, you know, my wife's going through a rough time right now. I don't want to get too personal, but, you know, she had to take I on see. two other children in her life to take care of. And, you know, she's really a great person for doing that. She's taking on two other kids that are, you know, family kids. But, you know, it's a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's got her hands full. She's got this kid's going here. This kid's got to go here. You know, she's going to, mm-hmm. you know, different places. Daycare, got to go to sports, whatever. But she'll be around. Hey, at least she's oh, home every night. That's all I care about. As long as she's yeah, home every yeah. night, I'm happy. And she cooks <laughs> dinner every night, I'm good. Otherwise, thanks yeah, for asking, yeah. and uh, take care. Good Looks luck like to you. You need that dinner, Ben. I yeah. don't know what's happening with the gym. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right now, I'm so depressed, I can't even pay attention. But, uh, all right, well, good luck to you. Clean the mess up. Get Grandma straightened out and get that money. Will do, Ben. All right, good Thank luck. For calling. Bye-bye. Thanks. What else you got? Anything else? Yeah, Grandma's in trouble. Uh, Eight years without away. paying? Crazy. Man, how much money she saved on eight years of two and a half million dollars, and the rate was probably six or seven, eight years ago, or six or five. Holy macaroni. But, hey, you can always work a deal out. You know, banks will make deals with you. They don't want the houses. By the time the banks get done with it, uh, 500000 over three houses, about 150000 each house worth of equity. By the time they foreclose on her, go through all the bullshit with the brokers, try to sell a house, go through the courts, it's not working for them. It's better for the bank to make a deal, it's better for her to make a deal. What do you got? Anything? Nothing. Yeah, David G., thanks for the $5. This. You're supposed to do this? Because I'm a normal person. I'm not nuts. I'm not crazy. I'm not Jewish. I mean, I'm Jewish. Yeah, but I'm really not. Only your mother's mind. Your mother's crazy you know. I don't need right, to do slam got? it every five seconds. Well, you know, I'm a nice yeah, person. Yeah, I'm nice. You go through life being nice. It's great. Ni- you were get you in life, buddy. Come on, what do you got? David G, thanks for the five dollars. Oh, just went away. You see, what's up with these? David G, right. I heard that name yeah. several times already. I can, I can, I can read that one. OG. Yeah, David G, he gave us five bucks for triple net. I am worried about what happens to the building when the lease is up. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's a gamble. It's a risk on everything. That's why you want to buy something that has a big name brand, okay? Not some Joe Schmo that has a long-term lease, preferably corporate. And if it ain't corporate, make sure if it's a franchise, like a, a KFC or something, make sure the guy owns about a hundred of them. You know, go with a long, strong tenant. Go with somebody that's got a long history. Go with, you gotta find the right deals like any other type of real estate. You gotta look at the right deal. You gotta make sure it meets the right criteria of everything you're looking for. You're looking for a strong tenant. You're looking for a good brand. You're looking for a necessity type business. You're looking for a long term lease with extensions on it. You wanna see how, when was the last time the tenant put some money into place? If it is an older place, and if they're dedicated to it, you got, you know, but there's always a risk. I mean, you know. A mattress firm just told me they're going bye-bye. That was a big company. I never understood how they sold mattresses, that many mattresses. That many people out looking for mattresses, they're everywhere. You know, I mean, people do a lot of sleeping. 
All right, so, you know, you got to look at all the factors and make sure you pick the perfect situation where everything lines up, where you're in that safety zone. You know, when I bought that uh, Walgreens over here, they just renewed like a 15-year lease. So I said, well, at least for the next 15 years, I ain't going to worry about shit. You know, and it's a Walgreens, and there's not another one that close, so I don't think it's going dark. Well, it wouldn't go dark anyway, because even in the 15 years, if it goes dark, they're still going to pay you. Anyway, you know, do your homework. Make sure you know what the hell you're buying, and make sure you, you got, you know, you're in the safety zone. What else you got? IG, thanks for the four ninety nine. What do you think on investment in New Jersey for income? I don't know. You know, every neighborhood's different. You got good, you got bad, you got A, B, C locations. You know, Jersey's, I don't know Jersey. I never really crossed the bridge that much or went through the tunnel. You know, uh, every day, you go anywhere and make money. It's all about finding a deal, you know, and making sure the numbers make sense. You know, but you're going to find a lot of parts of New Jersey the numbers don't make sense. You know, prices are still too high. Or you can go around and just, you know, offer the shit out of something and lowball everything until you get a break. You know, the harder you try, the more you're going to find. You know, so anywhere, Jersey, Penn, I don't know. You just get out there, see what the market is, and see what's out there. Do your homework. Scooter Muley, thanks for the four ninety nine. What's up with this four ninety nine? What about a five dollar less store? Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. I just went down. All right. Anyway, Rafael, don't worry. You'll get to eat this week. You'll get Crazy a new bike. Jewish. Thanks for the four ninety nine. If you go to the synagogue on Yom Kippur, God may stop the money bleeding. You just just give it a shot. I'll see. Me and God got our own relationship. I got my own relationship with God. Where is right? where even is the nearest synagogue? Plus, I don't want to go to synagogue. Uh, I don't even know where the nearest one is. I got in trouble once because I used my uh, you know nobody knows what this is. I used my sitsis to blow my nose. That's a rule. That's a, that's I'll send you to hell for that one. Hey, thank God I wasn't the tallest. All right, what do you got? Nobody Kansas knows what I'm talking farming. about. With the Thanks Jews. for the two dollars. The what? Two dollar? Kansas farming. Cost more than that to process. We have a caller. We have a caller. The next caller's gonna be a baller. Nobody there. No baller. Oh, hello? Hello? Hey, hey, what's going on? How are you? How can we help you? I was calling. All right. I'm selling a property, right? You're Man, selling a property. George. This George Felsmere. George Felsmere. George. George from Felsmere. How many apartments you rented for us, George? I only rented one. You only one. rented one goddamn and, apartment? <laughs> and, and don't tell me we didn't pay you, ass. Tell us. Tell us. How much do we pay you? You paid me $300 or something? I gave you $300 and you rented one apartment. How many vacancies? You know how, many, how, many, how many vacant apartments? Full. That's why. You can't rent something that's already full. Wait a second. Oh, it's full? I ain't got no vacancies? Well, thanks, George. I appreciate it. But you sure ain't got no empties over there? 
Not no regular. Well, let me tell you, if a building's full, that means you need to go buy and get some more multi-housing. And even though it looks like the boondocks, if the property's full, then, you know, you should be buying some rentals out there. So what's up, George? How I you know. doing? I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, you're good. I was going to tell and it's a hotel down here, too. You can turn it into apartments, and it's for sale. But is, that's later. Is a hotel, um, do you want to turn into apartments? No, I said it would be good to turn into apartments, like well, a portable apartment. It can be done. It can be done, you know, if it's the right hotel with the right layout and the right square footage and the right price. It can be done. Send us the information. Call my son up. Maybe I we'll will. do it with you. Okay, I think you can be our point man I'm up there. What do you got? What do you got? I'm se- all right, I'm selling uh, two houses, right? But they've been in the family for like 15 years. So I, I sent letters to the tenants to say, hey, we're selling your property. Um, you got the chance to buy it or we'll be selling it. And I just need to get in there and take pictures. Where they were like, "We, why didn't you tell us before we pay rent on the first? If you're not paying rent next month, we're going to use that as our security deposit. Find yeah, but did and you I'm tell trying to him, make it. Did you Go tell ahead. him, listen, you're not moving right away. It takes time to That's sell what a house. I'm saying. Yeah, no. I didn't I didn't but now they don't want to pay rent and they want to use that security deposit for next month. So how do you deal with selling a property with tenants in it? Like I ever done it, they don't want you to sell it. <sighs> it sounds like they can't buy the place. You know, so, you know, I'm going to tell you, you know, you, you know, what you want to do is just listen, you know, communication is, is really, you know, if you can go there and communicate with them and say, listen, you know, the point is this, it, I can't sell nothing overnight. I'm going to have to give you at least 30 days notice before you have to leave. Okay. When I give you the 30 days notice. Then you can worry about leaving. Right now, you ain't got to move, so pay your rent and don't worry about it. And we might not even be able to sell, tell them. You know, we just we want to see right. because, you know, my family needs the money or, you know, and, you know, and, and the times are rough. What are we going to do? You got to go try to communicate with people, explain to them. And then tell them, listen, if you need help paying your rent, you know, there's agencies out there to help them too. You know, with moving, you know, whatever, you know. Right. You, you better go try to, you know, try to make up talk with them. You better go talk to them. You're a smart guy. You know how to talk to people. And go talk to yeah. them and tell them, uh, and tell them, you know, listen, this is the situation. I'm not selling tomorrow. I- I'm going to give you 30 days notice before you got to move. As soon as I know for sure that I'm selling it, like when you get a guy that goes hard on a contract, that's when you have to give notice. And make sure when you right. sell it, you tell them, listen, I can't sell until 30 days and, you know, give notice to tenants 30 days. But go over there and make a deal with them and kiss up and make up and okay. tell them, listen, you got to pay your rent. You know, pay your rent. Okay. I'm not selling right now. No, nothing's selling in this market. You tell them whatever the hell you got to tell them. Get that goddamn rent money. All right. All right. I was going to tell them, I plan on giving you a $500 to... If I do sell it, I don't. There you go. Like tell them that, but tell them, tell them you're gonna give them time okay. to move. You're gonna have time to move. I'm gonna give you five hundred okay. bucks. 
everything's going to be fine. Just please work with me here. Pay the rent. Let's, you know, and just, you know, that's it. All right? Right. All right. Good luck Got to it. you. I'll be seeing you soon. I'm going to contact you when I'm coming out that way. I'll let you All buy right, me man, lunch. All right. Take care, George. All right. Bye. All right. So what else we got? Are we done for the night? Yeah, we have, uh, we're over over an hour, right? right. Oh, over an hour, that's enough. I'm tired. I got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do tomorrow to straighten my life out. I appreciate all everybody that's been sending me information on how to invest money. I don't know, that goddamn, uh, what's it called? Crypto scares me. Because I don't know where the hell money's going. What does it mean? Crypto and Bitcoin and... You know, the money's just floating around or what? I don't know. Yeah. We just got to say thank you to some super chats. Some people just threw uh, Oh, throw chat. in a super chat. Let's super chat. Hey, let's have a chat. A super chat. Piranha Canals, thanks for the $10. What do you think about mobile homes on permanent foundation and land? Thanks for having part of your life on camera. Mobile homes on permanent foundations? That's a high-class mobile home, baby. Uh, I mean, you know, it depends. Is it a park? Is it sitting on land by itself? I mean, you know, everything has a value. You know, I mean, if you can rent it or if you can sell it and somebody wants to live there. You know, I've dealt with, you know, I haven't dealt with a lot with mobile homes, but manufactured housing is housing. You know, if it serves a purpose to house somebody and you collect rent, then, or somebody wants to buy it to live in, and it's got a value, and you rent it out. I mean, you should be trying to rent it out cheaper, because manufactured housing is a lot less value, you know, considerably than the um, stick-built housing. So, you know, it's fine. I, I mean, I used to, you know what I made a lot of money on? The manufactured housing, they used to bring them in by trucks. But they bring in 140 of them, and, you know, and they all set up like fourplexes. It's called cardinal housing. I owned a lot of cardinal housing that was built back in the 80s, and it was fine. I bought it, I fixed it, I rented it, I sold it. I mean, anything is, has a value if it's livable and there's somebody that wants to live in it and pay for it. So, yeah, do it. Do anything you can to make money. I don't care if it's a mobile home park or whatever it is, as long as it's legal and, and somebody it's decent enough for somebody to live in and you can make money on it, do it. What else you got? Shaw, Shaw Merritt, thanks for the four ninety nine. Ben, you should buy the land next to Madeira Beach Marina and build a nice condo or hotel. Madeira Beach Marina, I think all that property was already bought up and a big hotel just went up. If that's what you're talking about, I don't know. I'll look into it. Madeira Beach Marina. But I think it's already been done and there's big development plans going on right now. But I did bid on all that land, but then I got outbid. I'm not a developer. I ain't putting out no big money on development. What else you got? William Burkhead, thanks for the $5. Ben, did you ever take downtime once you made a few million? <coughs> How do you avoid burnout? When is the next seminar? Thank you. I mean, you know, I, I definitely, you got to take downtime once you make your money. And, you know, you got to enjoy life. I've done plenty of vacations, traveling. You know, not as much as I want to, but let me tell you, 
I'm going to be free from this prison in four more years, baby. Maybe three if you graduate a year early. If you really cared about me and you really wanted me to enjoy my life and start my retirement and be free, he'll do it in about three years. Okay? We'll see. I'm happy to do it. Good. Let's happy. see you do it. So, anyway, um, what else you got? Jake Y, thanks for the four ninety nine. Ben, I'm closing on my first deal in two weeks. Thanks to you and your family. Thanks, guys, and what's up, Aaron? Keep doing your thing, dude. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you very much. What do you do? I will. What did he do? Closing his first deal in two weeks. Congratulations. I hope you make money on it. Good deal. Good deal. You should be ringing the bell. Whenever somebody closes the deal, we should have the bell to ring or get me the rubber chicken. Chucky, where's your chicken? All right. What else you got? Anything else? Anybody else? Heath Sims. Thanks for the $5. Ben, you ever heard of salad? Salad? Yeah, I know all about salad. It comes right before you. you get a meal. Salad is what you enjoy on your way to the big steak, baby. I love salad, but not too much. You know, it's just to get you started, get your stomach going, because something good's getting ready to come. So you just give it that little teaser with the salad. All right? What else? Softla Ben, 10. Thanks for the $5. What do you know about collecting rents and putting in a sweep account and making interest off of it? An OG property manager was telling me about this. All right. A sweep account is, it's really in banking. It has to do with banking. You put the money in account, the bank sweeps it out. Some banker comes with a broom and a dustpan, sweeps up your money, and he goes, puts it somewhere else where he claims he's making more money because he's invested in something that's paying more money, and then he gives you a piece of that action. I believe that's the way it works. They sweep the money out, they put it in a can and somewhere where it's making more money with the other money that the bank has, and then they split the profit with you. So you get a little more interest than you would just sitting in their account doing nothing. That's my opinion. Verify it with a banker, but it's very common on any kind of operating accounts to have a sweep account come in and sweep up. That's what the goddamn banks do. They like to clean up, clean up your money. What else you got? Anything? IGH Properties. Thanks again for the $99.99. Ben. $99.99. Ben, I, I outspent the doctor. Real estate investors make more money than doctors anyways. I'm only running for Section 8. Now, so if tenants don't pay, I'm still making money, baby. Well, you're a smart guy. You're doing exactly what I did. I mean, you know, that's the benefit. If you rent to Section 8 and you, you work with agencies and help low-income people and, and play with the program, then it pays off because you got security. You got the government backing you up, you know, guaranteeing you they're going to gonna, uh, pay you that money. So I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I wish I was in your shoes because... I'm not in those shoes. Shagadam, thanks for the $5. Hey, Ben, thanks for 
for your insights, when do you think the real estate market will crash and when will be a good time to buy? You know, right now we're in uncharted waters. You know, everybody's holding on, but I'm telling you now, and everybody's got a prediction. And, and half the time, people predict the right thing. Why? Because you're either right or you're wrong. You got a 50% chance. It's like going, it's like when my wife goes to the roulette table. You know, she either plays the black or the red. Why? Because she knows she's got a 50-50 chance of winning. You know, so, um, you know, I'm predicting we don't know what the hell's going on now. The government's really pumped up the economy to keep it going, but I think it's inevitable. The banks aren't getting the money they need on their mortgages. Landlords aren't collecting rents right now. And, and you can't even blame the companies not paying them because they're not making no money. The movie theaters are suffering. The restaurants are suffering. The hotels are empty. You know, gyms are empty. And then, you know, they suffer. The landlord suffers. Everybody's suffering. Uh, I think that there's plenty of people, I'm one of them, ready to cash out. So, like I said, I'm putting properties on the market right now for mega millions less than I thought they were worth and what I would have took before this shit started. So now's a great time to go out and look for bargains, okay? It's always a good time to look for bargains, but now there's a lot of scared people out there. They just don't want to tell nobody they're scared. But I would be out there lowballing stuff because, like I said, you know, you put some money in front of somebody, these days, they're going to think twice. The stock market's going up. The stock market's going down. It's like a brand new boat. I had a wax and everything. Everything's working. The air conditioning's working. The generator's working. It'll cruise at 40 miles an hour. It's got two sleeping compartments. It's got a refrigerator. It's got a microwave. You can take a shower and use the bathroom in it. What the hell else do you want? All under 27, 8 feet. Made by formula. Come on, 30 grand, come on down to Clearwater, and let's make a deal. What else you got? Andres Estronza, thanks for the $5. I submitted an Ask Ben question. Looking for a tenant help on Force Majeure, I mean Major. Force Majeure? Majeure claim. Force majeure. Is that somebody looked that up? Is that some friggin' French word they came up with? Fuck you, force majeure. Force majeure, from my understanding, means that it was, uh, you know, the government or somebody major came in like a war, or government or something, shut you down. I'm trying to fight that honestly with my tenants, saying, listen, you know, it ain't force majeure. A virus doesn't classify for that. And let's make a deal, okay? I'm making deals, all right? So it's best to make a deal. If the tenant's trying to pull that, say, listen, it's, they ain't got no legal. My lawyers say they got no legal way to stand on it. If that was the case, there'd be a million lawsuits, billions of lawsuits. It's not fair to say that. It's best to we all buckle down together. Let's make a deal. What's fair to everybody? How much can you afford to pay? Let's put it on the back end. I've even given away some rent to some big shot clients. They squeezed me, you know, where I had to abate some rent. You know, it depends on the situation. It depends on the type of business they're in. You know, what's fair is fair. You know, but everybody needs to be fair with each other under these circumstances right now. You know, but force majeure means they ain't paying your shit. And they're out of here. I think it means they have to leave, too. 
So be careful. If they're trying to stay and claim it, I don't think that works. That's just the force majeure is when you have to leave the premises. So what else you got? That's all for today. That's it. That's all the super That's chats. it. All right. Good night. Good luck. And take care. Be safe. And uh, keep looking for real estate. Bye. Adios, amigo. You's a dumb motherfucker, Charleston White. You are a dumb bitch. And I would slap the fuck out your ass, nigga, if you were sitting right here saying some shit like that, nigga, about our profit, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you don't believe in it, you dumb motherfucker. I don't believe in the Buddhists. I don't believe in the Jehovah Witness. I don't believe they, they got the correct answers. But I'm not going to say nothing about their motherfucking religion, nigga. So you keep your motherfucking, keep your motherfucking bad thoughts to yourself, nigga. Okay, don't you speak about Islam, nigga, or even Christianity, nigga, talking that shit about God, nigga. And I pray that when you get to your grave, nigga, your ass will burn in hell, nigga, and the flesh will be burnt up, nigga, and your face will melt, nigga, as punishment from God, nigga, for the shit that you said, nigga. You talked all that motherfucking shit, nigga, while you was in your life, nigga, to try to impress motherfuckers on social media, nigga. I'm a dumb motherfucker. I'm a dumb motherfucker, but I still got respect for God, nigga. I still get on my motherfucking knees and pray and bow down, nigga. I ain't never met God, nigga, but whatever the fuck is out there, nigga, I'm not gonna threaten to talk shit about it, motherfucker. Dumb motherfucker talking about it ain't no God. Look around, you dumb motherfucker. Look at the trees, the apples, the oranges. Nigga, the Quran says we put sweet milk in cow's bellies for your ass. We gave you horses to ride. We gave you mules and donkeys to carry your loads to lands that you can never carry to, nigga, without hard struggle. He sends down water from that sky. You know, really cool gadgets and... Everybody knows how to do kung fu. <laughs> like everybody knows five languages. Um, you know, everybody was cool and good looking, and it was really. I'm I'm a huge fan of James Bond, so I really was like, this is the agency. Once I got there, I realized it's it's a diverse place, and one of the biggest things that really hit me when I got to the agency is how many different jobs there actually are so all the movies are about the exciting case officer right the james bond um the ethan hunt but you get there and there are hr people there are people who clean the waste baskets there are you know cooks there are analysts there are mechanics there are graphic designers there are really yes like there's a print shop there people work that you know like there are it people so it's just like any other it was it was insane like how cool it was to walk in and to see the seal and you have to get past the guards with your special badge and all of that felt super cool but you walk in and it's cubicles (laughs) and people doing like a plethora of different jobs like any other 
business like any other government organization to keep it running. You just happen to work on things that are super cool that most people don't know about. And that's what I enjoyed the most was kind of having this insider insight into world events that I was already interested in. And then I had an even even more of an insider perspective where I was like, this is really cool and I can affect things in a way, even if a small way, that nobody will ever know about. And for me, being behind the scenes is huge. Like, I love being behind the scenes. Like, affecting somebody that nobody ever knows I even touched. That's That makes me feel good, right? Mm-hmm. I see the end result, and I'm like, boom, I did that. Great. So... Now, when you got there, did you get to sort of choose the path that you took, or did they do that for you? So, in the interview process um, that I went through, um, I was uh, I was going for, they have different tracks. Mm-hmm. So, I was going for a certain track, and there were like three different do- job descriptions that I could go for. Um I picked one, I entered, I decided shortly after, they have a, a really long orientation period and then a really long training period. So I decided, um, I originally was a desk officer and I decided that targeting was a better fit for me. When I entered in 2007, targeting was brand new. They had just started it. It used to be that case officers themselves would do that kind of work. They would be the ones that found targets and figured out how to approach them, but it really wasn't efficient for them to be doing that. They really need to be out in the field Mm -hmm. meeting people. So they created an entire job description for people who specialized in finding who they were going to meet. So then all they have to do is spend an hour with me and I say, this is the guy, here's his photo, here's his family, here's everything we know about him. He's going to be at this place at this time. He likes this kind of stuff. Go, you know, go meet him and be friends. At least spend an hour with me. It saves them a ton of time. Um, I can go much more in depth because I'm interested um, than the case officer would be able to because they have a million other things going on. So, um, yeah, so for me, I was able to change tracks during the training period and then be certified as a targeter. Okay, and then how did you meet Andrew initially? <laughs> were, you, were you guys both training, or we were in orientation together? So they enter everybody, no matter what their track is, um, together, and then that's when they do all the HR stuff, right? Like, here's how your health insurance works, mm. and here how's your, you know, how your paycheck works. <laughs> like, make sure you sign up for medical benefits, all those the intro stuff um, that you don't think about happening at the CIA. <laughs> um, so we met, I think I, I noticed him after the first week and he was always, uh, seated between two females. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but I decided, wow. yeah, I saw him from a distance and I was like, I'm going to meet that guy. And so it took me about three weeks to get a seat next to him and start up a conversation um, and he was great. As soon as I introduced myself, he was like, do you want to go out on a date Wednesday? I was like, yes, yes, I would. Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was great. So um, the bummer for him was I was dealing with um, an anxiety disorder at the time that had just kind of, I'd had it for about six months undiagnosed. 
Um, so I was having all this anxiety constantly and it was making me really physically ill. And um, so he asked me out on the date. The night of the date, he called me to ask directions to my house. And I was like, I was throwing up. <laughs> I was like, I was oh, like, I can't no. go. He's like, are you sh like, do you want coffee instead? Do you want, he kept trying, trying, you know, and I'm like, I just can't. And that was the very end of our orientation. I was like, I can never see this guy again. Like he makes me throw up. I have too much anxiety. I like him too much. I was like, I, this sucks. Like I'm never going to see him again. So then we spent like, I think a, a month working on the same floor in our offices completely avoiding each other until I bumped into him at a staff meeting and then I was like it was, how old were you I was 27 wow yeah yeah it was intense and I was it he was a very patient man because we had a lot of tea dates <laughs> when mm. I was like I'm really nauseous right now. <laughs> like you make me so nervous. <laughs> now, now this like it, it it parlayed into you guys eventually working together like right as a team. Yes. And that was that like before exactly. You know what messages do you be trying to get out there? Oh, uh, right now, homie, on the internet, I'm all I'm all character, right? I'm all character and entertainment. <coughs> Excuse me. In real life, uh. I really work with children and I ain't got to be a character, right? The character just expanded my platform. So uh, 10 years I've been working in the community. Nigga, now I'm just, uh, now I'm like what they call, I'm retiring, I'm burnt out. <laughs> now uh, I'm transitioning from being a community guy to entertainment, character, YouTube, uh, comedian. And while I'm doing this, connecting people to programs as I travel from city to city. Uh, and people like yourself, hey man, you know anybody work with youth programs? Here I got the youth program. So somebody interview me, homie, they don't just get a, a interview. They get a guy that can give you youth program to help this person over here. Uh, we got a trucking company, you know, somebody with a trucking, you know, so, uh, so now nah, homie, right now I'm just playing for the, for the movie deal I done got. Uh, so this shit done went Hollywood and, 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 and entertainment and celebrity now. So, uh, fuck the community, my people shit. Nigga, I did it for 10 years. I'm tired. I'm ready to retire. Let another motherfucker take over. Plus motherfuckers like Malcolm X. Martin Luther King, them niggas died broke with that community shit. <laughs> Everybody talking that my community shit. Undergraduate and graduate institution. We should be indifferent to where you went to school. We should only care about how you ranked. Because it's so, if it's so devastating to be anything in, in anything other than the top third of your class, I don't want you if you weren't in the top third of your class, right? Now I'm being playful a little bit here. But the point is that we have, do you see how we have allocated our strengths and our, our, our notion of what is an advantage and what is a disadvantage are allocated in an irrational way? We've, we have, we've become obsessed with the advantages of prestige 
But we have not paid attention to the disadvantages of prestige. And that's a mistake. Some people seem to get motivated by being surrounded by people smarter than they are, right? So that's well, not, sort of... Not economics PhDs, apparently. Hmm. Um, no, I mean, I would have... I, intuitively, I agree with you, yeah. right? I want to find reasons to like elite institutions. All my friends went to elite institutions. Should I have children? I would want them to go to elite institutions. You know, we're all powerfully... But the problem is that when we go and systematically look for those advantages, we can't find them. So there's a long, I don't go into my book, but there's a long and rich 